Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, listeners and VP family. Today is Friday, December 16. I'm Kim Hauer. And uh, with Joy again today on our final day. She stuck it out the whole week. Um, Hopefully, she's enjoyed it at least a little bit. I have. Okay, good. That is just a good promo for anybody else who gets asked to join me on the podcast. (laughs) They might say yes because Joy can do it. Anybody can do it. Right. right? I can do it. You can too. That's right. So... (laughs) Uh, thank you again for joining me this week. And on Fridays, we like to kind of discuss like if there were any themes that we saw through the week. Uh, but more importantly, um, if there was a theme, how does that tie into our mission? You know, we're people on a mission. We're sent on a mission. We got to go and tell people. Mm-hmm. Um, was there something either as a theme or um anything specifically, I guess, even just one day that kind of stood out to you and was something that you could share with somebody that you've learned or that just really struck you and, you know, made an impact. And you're like, I got to share this with somebody. Um, And then I always ask the question, do you have a someone in mind? I'm going to be honest here. Mm -hmm. I usually have no one in mind (laughs) because I am not, we discussed this privately. I am not um, an extrovert in the sense that I like to go out and meet people. I like people to come to me. And I'm very I'm the shy. Same way. <laughs> You're the same way. Yep. So um, it's totally okay if nobody popped up into your mind. I trust that God someday will give me those people and that mm-hmm. He will. He'll have somebody like, I want you to go and talk to them. And I pray I'm obedient. Um, I don't ask for that right now. So that's probably why he doesn't tell me. Um, So it's okay if you have. That's right. He is. Uh, Your mom challenged me, and I think she's challenged you too in in really cool ways. And I'm excited to see where it goes. Yes. But I'm not praying and asking for it. So (laughs) just so you know, that's where Kim's at. That's right. Yep. God (laughs) grows me in different ways over time. That's what Mm -hmm. I keep on telling myself. Um, So... Is there something that you had from this week that you're like, man, if the opportunity came up, maybe Mm -hmm. I'd love to share this. Well, I was thinking more um, like with with friends, like I have a friend that like is kind of going through something right now. So um, something that really stuck out to me this week was um, being reminded that I daily need to approach God approach the throne of grace for mercy and grace for whatever I need. Um, and with confidence based on what Jesus has done. And as we're talking about this right now, um, a theme overall for this week, I saw Jesus's obedience, um, his servanthood, um, his obedience to death on a cross and his obedience to God overall. And if, um, Jesus was obedient to God and he gives us his spirit to do the same. So that was a huge thing. And yeah, just being willing to share with others is is a challenge, um, but Jesus can give us his spirit and his strength to do that. So that's something I pray for. Yeah. Yeah, I 
I'm not quite to the praying for it yet. Because, you know, when you pray for it, then he gives it to you. And you're like, okay, now what do I do? You have to be ready. Um, You got to be ready. (laughs) I want to be ready first. Um, And I know that it's just like people who ask me about, you know, having a family. You know, they're like, oh, I'm not ready. We don't have this established or that established. I'm like, come on now. You will never be ready. No, it's so, so true. So I'm telling myself right now, I hear those words in my head when I tell somebody who's like, you know, delaying having a family because they're not ready. Mm-hmm. I'm telling myself right now on the mic, on the air, it's recorded. You'll never be ready, Kim. If it's up to Kim, she will never be ready. Right. <laughs> right <laughs> to step out of her comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So... I pray God will do a work on my heart and I'll get there. Um, For me, I thought like there were a lot of the stories were about temptation Um, in some way, Mm -hmm. shape or form. It talked about the temptation of Jesus and how he relates to us. Um, Yeah, it it just seemed like temptation was that word that just kept coming up in each of the day's scriptures for some reason. And I think for me to focus on the temptation aspect uh, is important in the sense that I just have been really challenged lately to to call it out, to name it, to, you know, not necessarily to everybody on public right. air here, but to acknowledge that there are temptations that I face. Um, that's part of humility. Mm-hmm. Um, my pride says, I'm good, you know, right. I'm doing all right. I think I'm just going to skate right on in, like, you know. I might barely skate on him, but at least <laughs> I'll skate on into heaven. Um, but I just, I've just been really challenged, I guess, to take an honest look at um, the temptations I face, the weaknesses that I have, uh, because I think until you do that, until you open yourself up to who you are, like, you know, what your struggles are and weaknesses are, you can't address them. You can't. God can't address them. Mm-hmm. You know, when we shut ourselves out from the truth, he can't address that, you know. Um, so I think for me, that's kind of why it stood out. It's just been challenged to name it, you know, even if it is in my own little journal, like you said, write right. down that one temptation, you know, and then find a scripture that helps you daily get through that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that was mine. Um, so as we think about our mission and our final day here of scriptures, I think it kind of ties in with what we've, in some ways, um, what we've been reading. So, uh, we're going to read from Mark 14 verses 53, 53 through 65. And, uh, Joy said that she would read that for us today. They took Jesus to the high priest, and all the chief priests, elders, and teachers of the law came together. Peter followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest. There he sat with the guards and warmed himself at the fire. The chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for evidence against Jesus so that they could put him to death, but they did not find any. Many testified falsely against him, but their statements did not agree. Then some stood up and gave this false testimony against him. We heard him say, I will destroy this man-made temple, and in three days will build another, not made by man. Yet even their testimony did not agree. Then the high priest stood up before them and asked Jesus, Are you not going to answer? What is this testimony that these men are bringing against you? But Jesus remained silent and gave no answer. Again, the high priest asked him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed One? 
I am, said Jesus, and you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. The high priest tore his clothes. Why do we need any more witnesses? he asked. You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? They all condemned him as worthy of death. Then some began to spit at him. They blindfolded him, struck him with their fists, and said, Prophesy! And the guards took him and beat him. Thank you. So, what was something that you learned about God in this passage or refreshed your memory? I just thought it was um, interesting how Jesus, amidst a lot of the false testimonies, um, he kept silent. Um, that, and if I were in that situation, I certainly <laughs> would have a hard time with that. And I, um, I think that speaks to me just how confident Jesus was in in who knowing who he was and who he belonged to. Um, and then, of course, in in later on, he in verse sixty two, he he spoke the truth about who he was, and then he was accused of blasphemy. Um, but I think that just seeing how firm he was and he's not moved he's not shaken by uh the false testimonies about him he's not he's not shaken (laughs) yeah that's good i like the not shaken part i had the same thing as far as um in verse 61 you know i wrote jesus didn't defend himself against the accusations Mm -hmm. Uh, as you were reading it what stood out in my mind was um of course they list the type of people that are speaking but in my mind was like Jesus didn't answer to the fools, the foolish, mm-hmm. right? They were throwing false accusations at him, and he had no intent on defending against false accusations. But then in verse sixty-two, when somebody says a true statement mm-hmm. about who he is and who he has said that he was, he answers them succinctly, like just yes flat out says, absolutely, I am who I said I was. I am who you say I am. Mm -hmm. I am the Christ, you know, just very boldly and courageously. Um, So, yeah, I like the unshaken nature of Jesus. Like he didn't get rattled by Mm -hmm. the foolish accusations, you know, things that he knew were not true. Right. Like like why defend yourself against untruths? I liked that character of God displayed there, but then fully willing to defend himself or answer truthfully Mm -hmm. to who he really was. Um, For me, I've been challenged in that um, by different circumstances where people have um, said not so nice things about me, uh, people close to me. And I Mm -hmm. think I'm very quick very quick to respond to them and tell them they're wrong. I would be too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but Jesus is like, I, why would I answer to fools? Mm-hmm. You know, why would I have that argument or act, you know, it, it's not worth my effort and time to defend against something that's not true. It's just clearly not true. And you probably can't get through to them. I mean, Jesus could, but can we get through to right. other people <laughs> when, when they're, when they have something set in their mind, like a lot of times it's just hard to, breakthrough to that right but then I'm maybe not as quick and bold to say who I am what my identity in Christ is Mm -hmm. either you know so it's like I'm quick to say (laughs) defend myself against people who are making foolish accusations that aren't true 
but I may be not quite as quick to boldly stand there and say, why, yes, I am. Mm -hmm. I'm a follower of Jesus, you know? Um, So that was oddly like the challenge for me this week. So, and all that was is about, what does it say about God? (laughs) Um, That was all the answer was supposed to be. Um, So moving on to the next question, what did you learn about people or yourself in this passage? I mean, everything we're seeing in the world today, I, I mean, you can kind of, you can see it there too. Um, when people are set on a certain narrative or thought or whatever it may be, they're willing to go so far as to make up, make something up, share a, a false testimony and, and spread gossip, lies. Um, mm-hmm. We can see that all around us. Uh, we see that we're seeing a lot of it today, I would say. Um, the difference being that um, Jesus is the only one who's fully without sin. Um, so, you know, we've got, we just have to remember like Jesus's humility and that he was the only one fully without sin. And yet he didn't like respond to the the foolish lies. Yeah, he so easily could have, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, I caught um, just how I identified in here. I just noticed maybe for the first time, like really clearly for some reason, um, where it says, I think verse 54, it says, Meanwhile, Peter followed him at a distance and went right into the high priest's courtyard. Um, So Peter followed, but at a distance. Mm -hmm. Um, To me, that spoke of kind of cowardly, Mm -hmm. you know, like he didn't want to get too close to identifying with Jesus. Um, but yet he also wanted to follow, he still wanted to follow him yeah, and see what's going to happen. Um, I think sometimes I kind of identify with that. I can relate to that too. I still want to see what's going to happen, yeah. but I don't know that I necessarily want to associate with this group or that group or, um, even if I do fully, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of the cowardly aspect. Um, and that might be somewhat my timid heart, but. You know, that's just kind of, I identified with Peter in that instance. Yeah, I can too. It's, it's hard. Yeah. I certainly wouldn't want to be right up there with Jesus as they're <laughs> throwing all the accusations out. Although right. on some hand, I would probably be the one to whip out my sword and cut off the ears too. So <laughs> I've got <laughs> yeah. split personality, I guess. <laughs> um, so what was something that you could walk away and say, you know what, I can take this step of obedience or I'm going to claim this truth Mm -hmm. and promise and whatever going forward into what is now going to be our weekend. Yes. Um, I just, I know I have to remember Jesus's humility first and foremost and, um, and just recognize like um, it's, it's, we can fall into that same, um, if we're not, focused on truth and, and Jesus, we can fall into like the same category as these people who spread false testimony. So we have to be, and I have to be very careful myself, like to make sure I'm sticking to the truth, sticking to the word and, and being immersed in that as opposed to being immersed in like, uh, what's going on around just in the culture or whatever. Um, because it can be easy to get caught between those. It can be easy to be caught between those two things. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, you're right. I think 
like I've never felt the importance of knowing scripture well, you know, mm-hmm. I like, I, I don't know that I've felt the importance of that until probably more recently. Yeah. And I think it's for that purpose, right? Like that's what we stand on. If you don't know it, you've got nothing to stand on, mm-hmm. you know, when those accusers come. Now we don't argue like Jesus, we shouldn't argue against foolish arguments. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get nowhere. Um, but we should be able to stand on the truth um, and know what it is. Cause yes. otherwise it's easy to get caught into the culture. Um, I think there's even sometimes where, where Christianity is just kind of being pulled in a direction of maybe some falsehoods, Yes, you know? Um, and that's, I think because we just have not been intent on mm-hmm. making sure that everything aligns with scripture. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think like you, you can have that, that tug and pull um, if you don't have a grounded scripture mm-hmm. basis, I guess, is I think how I would put it. Yes. Um, so yeah, I had, I don't need to defend myself against the accusers necessarily, but I can mm-hmm. answer honestly. Um, when somebody asks me who I am, what I stand for, I should not be afraid to say, I'm a child of God. Yes, you know, that's good. Saved by the King. Um, my identity rests in him. Um, he has made me pure, holy, and clean. Mm-hmm. And I can claim that um, because that's what he's done. Yes. And I don't have to be afraid or cowardly or shy away, you know, as Peter did, which is what I tend to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jesus was clear and direct, you know, not many words, just yeah. clear and direct. Yes, I am. I am who you say I am. Um, so that was my challenge. Um, anything else that you want to add? As we close out the week. I think I'm good. You're good. <laughs> thank all you. All right. <laughs> we covered it all. That's good to know. Um, and thank you listeners for joining us this week. I pray that you'll have a great weekend. Uh, hope to see you on Sunday. And yeah, have a blessed weekend. See ya. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.